0: it's the podcast season so whoop de doo and dickery duck don't forget To hang Hang up your sock, go just just exactly at 12 o'clock. He'll
2: be coming down the chimney
0: down. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. We sort of lost the key there at the end. That's on me. I didn't. I never had it. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. I'm Doge. And I'm Jordan. And this, we're sitting in it right now. Mm. Episode 100 of Mini Monday. Episode 100. We have done Mini Monday 100 times. An entire century of Itty Bitty Podcast. One podcasts. century. Once per year, we gather together. Of Mini Monday. Real <laughs> quick, guys. Which, which episode was your favorite? Like number I one loved, through 100. Which episode I was your favorite? loved 36. 36 was on my list.
3: 67 seems to me like it was a good one. Was a good That's one. kind
0: of a dark horse. I like 67 for me. Not, personally, a lot of, not a lot of
3: people have that as their favorite. Nobody really thinks about it.
0: episode 67. For me personally, it was uh it was episode uh 1. Mm. Oh. Downhill um, ever since. It's been downhill ever I'm Trying since. to recapture that high. We got to recapture that high. And we're, we're going we, to we'll do mini a game. Dragon. We'll play a game soon that was played on the very first episode. But before we do that, there is some really Honestly, uh, movie business changing news that I don't think that we've ever experienced uh, while we've been doing this podcast, let alone a many Mondays. Yeah. But Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers deciding to do, uh, have that relationship with HBO Max to release yes. 21 uh, of their movies that would have been in theaters, these feature-length films. All 21 that were on the slate for 2021 will be released on HBO Max. Now, these are going to be released for only 31 days. Starting at the day of the movie's release. So kind of like uh, about half of what a movie's life would be in theaters. It'll be on uh, HBO Max. This has… I think the way that I took this news… If it was in sounds… It was kind of like, oh. 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 Like I just… I like went through all these different emotions. Because a part of that slate is… Obviously it kind of started with Wonder Woman 1984… Ah, uh, Justice League was never really going to be in theaters. the The Snyder Cut is not a part of this twenty one, but we do have Dune. Like Dune yeah. is going yep. to be, uh, on our TV screens. And I think for Warner Brothers to make such a big move with a streaming platform, with the way that we've been seeing people handling pushing back movies. Remember, uh, really we we joke about how uh, Fast Nine was the first one to do it, and then everybody kind of followed suit, and they were like, you know what, let's let's hold off and. Christopher Nolan plays a huge role in this because tenet was uh, was a big risk that didn't turn out very well in terms I still of the think ways Nolan that they mishandled that. this whole situation oh, I, I love him but I, I think he really mishandled this whole yeah. thing. yeah I think he did too guys what are y'all's initial thoughts about Warner Brothers putting all these movies on HBO Max if Disney
3: does this too with Disney plus this will change movie theaters I think forever if this is a plan going forward um, like if
0: we start to see like if Black Widow ends up being a Disney Plus release alongside Certainly. theater if releases. This is, if or, this
3: is the way they recover from being kind of behind a couple Marvel movies and they put them out in theaters and on Disney Plus at the same time, I think that is like like your AMCs, your Cinemarks, they're dead forever. They're, that's never coming back. And I think yeah. there probably will come a point in time where Netflix is buying theaters and Disney is buying theaters and it's like, oh, if you want to watch Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square… You can watch it on Netflix in your house or you can go to the Netflix theater to watch it. You know, it mm. wouldn't surprise me if these these like streaming services yeah, so bought up after AMC and Cinemark and Tinseltown stuff is all dead if they bought an empty United Artists building and, and converted it to a Netflix theater.
0: Yeah, yeah. While it sounds extreme, I think, you know, Doge, you saying it'll probably change movie theaters forever, I think is right. Because it, it means they'll never be what they were, right? Maybe we'll right. get back to half capacity or even full capacity at these, but they're not, I don't think, it doesn't feel like they're going to make the money that they did.
3: Mm -mm. No.
0: In a long time. It's going to take a long time to get back to that pace. Right? I don't know. Movie theaters might become, you know, they need to be like the record player of Uh, of movie watching experience. And I think stuff like Alamo Drafthouse, that they have
3: something unique to offer, I think that is totally, they're going to be completely fine.
0: You know what I mean? Because all yeah. Draft house, like they they've got they're their own. They're almost like a boutique theater. Exactly. experience. Yeah, they have yeah. an experience. Yeah. Yeah, but it's some of those bigger, bigger companies that aren't going to do. I don't think they're going to do so high. Yeah, if this starts to shift towards a regular occurrence, where the the it no longer is going to the movie theater means you get to see the movie first, and now it's just going to the movie theater means you get to see it on a bigger screen. I think you're going to see people shift away from seeing indie movies in theaters. I think you're going to start to see people only see major, major blockbusters in theaters or only go to a theater that offers a living room experience like uh, Alamo. Like a, hey, shut yeah. up. Put your phone away. Here's yeah. a snack. Watch it. You know what I mean? And so, uh, so how do you, wh- where
3: shift. would you guys land on that continuum though? Like are, are y'all, I think I know the answer, but y'all are guys who would still be like, yeah, if I can, I'm going to go see this in a theater.
0: Depends on the movie for me. I'm gonna be yeah, honest. Yeah, for sure. Like I, uh, I need to correct myself. It's actually 17 movies that Warner Brothers is releasing, wow. but uh, the ones that they hi- highlight would be ones that I would definitely consider. Dune for sure. I yeah. would want to see in a theater experience in an IMAX if I could, just because yeah. of really the scale of it. Dune is a theater movie for sure. Who's the cinematographer for that? It's not Roger Deakins, is it? <clears throat> I don't think so. I think it's the guy who did Arrival.
3: Okay. I yeah, I think it was Deacon. Oh, Deacon's did, did Blade Runner, right? Yeah.
0: Uh, the Suicide Squad would be uh, not one that I would necessarily need to see, but it's the 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 gun version of that. And then Matrix 4. You know, like I yeah. think if it's something that the sound needs to also be better than what my living room can offer. Um, well, let, let me give you an example. I, I, I know that this isn't on the slate, but for instance, I never ever got in on the hype of Avatar, the James Cameron movie. Like… It's fine. It's right. To me, it's okay. Avatar 2, if it were to release at home and the theater, 100% I would watch it at home because I'm not spending money to go see Avatar 2. That's what I was like, like to say. Like,
3: if these things come out as part of streaming services that are already part of my, like, entertainment budget, I guess, then, right. yeah, I'm like, I probably would not have gone to the theater to see Wonder Woman 1984 unless we were doing an episode about it.
0: Right. I'll watch it but now. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll pay give you the extra money yeah. to support Denis Villeneuve, and to watch Dune because I'm excited about it. But this will probably open up the door for me to watch more new releases because I'll be more willing to watch ones that I definitely would not spend my time and money to go see in a theater. Yeah. I definitely think about, you know, what are some of these theaters doing after this big news because it does have a direct effect on… Uh, panicking those, is my on, guess. The, …on those businesses. And I also can't help but think of the independent film-heavy theaters of like… Yeah. The Angelica and stuff, and so it's tough for me because it's maybe they're so niche that those yeah. people are still going to be the kind of people that want to support the theater yeah. and go see movies. I, can see that. But I it's think the, definitely see, not going to be what they're going to be fine. I feel
3: like they're going to be fine though, because I think the people going to the Angelica are not going because it's the biggest screen that they can see Iron Man punch an alien on, right? Like they're going because they love yeah, the theater. Because it's not even
0: released there, you know,
3: right? It's like right. So I yeah, I don't know. I think if anything, this is uh, this is for the normies, not for the hardcore fans.
0: For the big names, like the AMCs and the Cinemarks and all that yeah, stuff. And yeah. I think what Alamo has going for it is things like they offer experiences. Like if yeah. if Alamo Draft House, you know, if things were tough for Alamo, but they were still offering things like um, like a Mean Girls Quote Along or a um, like a High School Musical Sing Along or if they were just like, hey, pay $10 and come watch all three Lord of the Rings extended editions on our big screen. Like people are still going to go do that stuff. Yeah. That's still fun and cool. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, so that's huge. We'll be on the lookout for that. That'll also change box office ball forever. I think we'll have to really reevaluate that a little bit. And if anything, that's the biggest news. I'm surprised we didn't see that in any kind of crawler <coughs> or anything. Um, Do you think the Netflix CEO called Martin Scorsese and just laughed? <laughs> Oh, yes. I forgot that Scorsese that's said that. That's hilarious. Yes. Scor- <laughs> Scorsese was like, I don't think that streaming movies should be at the Academy. I f- I hope the CEO of Netflix just called Martin and put him on speaker and just laughed. That Bill Netflix? Yeah, Bill Netflix. That's the one. <laughs> A year later, Scorsese released The Irishman. Yeah. A year after he was like, I don't… <laughs> that's We didn't spend enough time laughing at that, but that's very funny. Yeah, that is very funny. Um, something else that's kind of funny is the very, one of the games that we played on the very first Mini Monday was never, kind of never played again. Uh, Do y'all remember, do y'all know what I'm talking about yet? I don't know. Okay. So, uh, I guess we did play it again, but we didn't call it the same thing. But I had intended to follow. I've always been fascinated uh, with, like, their job is, like, a legitimate critic, Okay. That oh, is guess, like one of the, you know, you, you look at some of the stuff and some of the best movies ever are like 99%, right? So what was this person's motivation uh, in rating it bad? Like in, in saying that a movie was not good? Because if, it, if it's 99% specifically on Rotten Tomatoes, that means uh, that there's probably one or two people that said that that watching experience was rotten. Right? So today we're going to play Cranky Critic. Oh, man. Uh, an an old, old classic. The way that Cranky Critic works is I'm going to read uh, a critique uh, from a critic uh, that, that said that a movie was rotten. What's interesting about these movies is uh, not only are these considered certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, many of them are some of the higher rated movies uh, that have ever come across the website, but this is called uh, Cranky Critic. But as uh, I'm tracking some of these down, guys, why do you think? What do you usually think are the motivations of somebody who says that something is? Because to say something that's rotten means technically you think it got a lower than sixty out of one hundred. That's the way Rotten Tomatoes works. Uh, what do you think are some of the motivations? Without having to know the person, what what might you assume? I have two. Okay, they they have bad taste or they love being contradictory.
3: Yeah. I was about to say it's the the spirit of contrarianism. I think that causes somebody to be like this thing everybody loved. I did not love, but also like, I think each of us have probably done that to at least one movie in the history of this podcast.
0: I know that was me for <clears> it follows. Yeah. But I don't know that I, I don't know that I have disliked a movie on this podcast simply because it was beloved.
3: <laughs> right? No, no, no. That's that's what I'm saying. I think there, that's probably unfair to assume that everything falls into the either contrarian or bad taste category because right. there are like I don't think I'm contrarian and I think I got pretty good taste but I think that it follows absolutely sucks and I don't know why people like that movie
0: yeah see yeah, a fresh... that would just
3: be bad taste I think see <clears throat> no because you feel the same way about Pride and Prejudice well yeah I'm right though and Carter <laughs> feels the same way about Revenge of the Sith
0: I shouldn't have even asked that question here we go <laughs> here's our review Do you have a specific accent you would want me to read this in? British. Posh British for sure. Give us the Mr. E voice. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm going to read this and then you each get a guess at what movie this is. I will blank out if a actor, director, or the movie's title is, is said. Okay. Without
2: the simple spiritual convictions of his predecessors, all the philosophical speculations of his contemporaries, blank, has rather left his audience... Out in the cold. Without the simple spiritual convictions of his predecessors, all the philosophical speculations of his contemporaries, Blank has rather left his audience out in the cold. What movie is that?
3: I feel like this is a franchise flick. Are we yeah, working, we're working together to solve this, right? Yes. Oh, okay. we are okay. okay then let's Just start talk talking it about it. So that makes a way be better something... podcast than us sitting quietly and thinking. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be something stupid, and I feel like it is casino royale. See, I was thinking it's probably a James Bond movie,
0: right? Like it feels like it's it feels like it's somebody that would maybe it's the posh British accent, but it feels like it's like yeah, it doesn't have any of the heart of doesn't that have original the spiritual stuff.
3: sensibilities of the Pierce Brosnan James Bonds. Yeah, I I feel like it's left his audience out out. in the cold. Feels like a pun that this critic was super proud of, though.
0: Oh, it could be Skyfall.
3: That's what I'm thinking. Like, I think it's a cold movie, a movie with coldness in it.
0: Yeah, I had that same thought too. I was laughing originally because I was thinking Frozen. It's Frozen (laughs) too.
3: (laughs) But Uh, I'm I'm totally comfortable to make a bet on a James Bond movie. You want to go with Skyfall? There's a lot of snow. Sure, that's the only James Bond movie I've ever seen. So this is great for me.
0: It's wild. Yeah, let's go Skyfall. Skyfall. Lock it in? Yeah. Yeah. Lock it in. Lock it in. The name that was bleeped out was Lucas. The film was Star Wars A New Hope. Oh Oh, no, (laughs) what a bad take. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, so now for our next film. Man, the first thing I thought when I watched A New Hope was it lacks spiritual conviction, (laughs) right? Which actually, if you look at it the right way, it really doesn't. Um, Here's our next film.
2: As a grand flourish of cinematic technique, it is awesome. As a human drama, it is disgusting and silly. A mindless depiction of carnage on an epic scale.
3: This is one of the Lord of the Rings movies. You think so? I feel confident that it's a Lord of the Ring or like Carnage on an epic scale. I'm trying to think of what this person would be like from a movie making standpoint, this is very good, but it's just a silly drama on an epic scale. Like Saving Private Ryan? Yeah, maybe something like that. Because I was going to say it could be like Gladiator or something like that. But I think Gladiator is probably not going to top this critics list of like cinematic achievements, you know? Yeah. It's fairly like in terms of like action choreography, cinematography. It's, you know, it's good, but it's not amazing.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's, it's, I feel like it could be a Lord of the Rings movie.
1: (laughs) That feels like
3: something Carter would do. The Fellowship of the Ring maybe.
0: I don't think there's enough carnage in Fellowship. Which one has the most silly human drama? (laughs) I thought, I I thought, I thought the human drama was good, but the carnage was the
3: problem. No, I said it's like the, it's like well-made silly human drama in Carnage. Mm. Two Towers then. I feel like this guy probably hated Helm's Deep.
0: I'm good to lock in Two Towers. I feel nice about that. Two Towers feels nice. Let's lock in Two Towers. Got a nice
3: mouthfeel. Yeah. Two
0: Towers. Real oaky after, uh, yeah. It is actually the holiday classic, Die Hard. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Too silly. Just too silly. Too much carnage. Too silly.
3: On an epic scale. Ho, ho, ho. I have silly human drama now.
2: (laughs) And finally, it's a gnarled, brutal, highly manipulative film that at its center seems morally indefensible. Memento. (laughs) It's a gnarled, brutal, highly manipulative film that at its center seems morally indefensible.
0: Standing by Memento.
3: I feel like it's something like that. Gnarled really got me.
2: Highly
0: manipulative.
3: I mean, it could be that or Inception or something like that. Yeah, but morally
0: indefensible, like
3: nobody's good in Memento. Yeah, but it, yeah. Highly manipulative film that is morally indefensible. Gnarled.
0: Oh, wait, wait, wait. Twilight Breaking Dawn Part (laughs) 2.
3: I thought the whole point of these is that they're good movies that yeah, no, one I think has it's, a bad I think opinion about. I think it's Memento. Yeah, I'm, I feel good that's about Memento. That's my best guess. Yeah, let's lock in Memento.
0: Okay. The film was Silence of the Lambs. These takes are so bad that I can't even pinpoint where they're <laughs> no. know. Oh my goodness. Oh, uh, So that's kind of the point.
3: It's like uh, every detail that the critic includes is actually not, is a red herring. Right, like there are no real things about this movie in any of these sentences.
0: This movie was gruesome, violent, and depicted the family unit as one worth throwing in the garbage can. I hated Frozen, Moana. <laughs> yeah, I hated it. Um, well, that was fun. Cranky Critic was one of the very first uh, games that we've ever played. Wow, uh, on Mini Monday. Look in how terms far of we've how many come. times we've played games, or how many different times, like say we play if we play more than one game in episode. We've probably played about 200 games, would you say? Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Uh, here's something that I want to do. I, I wanted to make some kind of uh, Megazord super version mm. of a game by compi- combining a couple of them. Um, I prefer Voltron. Voltron would be great. If, if it is uh, if it's our 100th episode, it has to be in the spirit of some of these games being incredibly hard. So this also makes it much harder. <clears> oh, good. So today we're going to play a combination of. A star was born and extra credit. Oh, oof! So, what do we call it? The birth of a star. A star was credit. A credit. A credit star. Credit born star credit feels was. good to me. Extra birth. Oh, no, <laughs> I don't think that one. I don't think that one's very good. So, um, you're going to have to play first. A star was born. Now, I'm going to give you more than three options here, as what we would normally do for Star was born or for extra credit. I'm going to give you. Depending on how y'all do, or do you want to lock it in now, I'll actually give you, um, let's do four. I'll give you four famous birthdays, okay. uh, either today or at some time this week. First, we play A Star Was Born, in that we do the random credits, and I read those to you, and you guess who the star is. If you guess the star correctly, you get to use them in extra credit. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'll give, ah, four still seems really hard. Let's do five. Okay. Let's do five. And this will, this will end our episode because it'll be pretty long, but I think this will be fun. So our first star was born today, December 7th in 1989. And he has 55 credits. We're only going to count 53 of them. 55 credits, we're only going to count 53. What makes this hard for extra credit outside of having to guess them to get them to that game is that it's really kind of depending on whose birthday it is this week. Yeah. So really fate has decided. <clears throat> you want to go with 50?
3: Yes. <clears throat> What's
0: credit 50? F- X-Men Dark Phoenix. I did not see that one.
3: No, but I kind of know who's in it. Right? It's a lot of the first class guys. That was the last Who, X-Men I saw. Who's
0: 31 in Dark
3: Phoenix? Uh, Cody Smith McPhee, I think. I think he plays Nightcrawler. Cody Smith <clears throat> McPhee is Jojen Reed? No, no, no. What's that guy's name then? Not Jojen Reed. Well, I might be wrong about who Cody Smith McPhee is. I think you are because it, I'm also he's also uh, the kid in the Planet of the Apes with Gary Russell. You know who I'm talking about?
0: Okay. All
3: right. Well, we got Dark Phoenix.
0: It's credit number 50. You got two more credit guesses.
1: 30?
0: Mm, yeah. Number 30. <clears throat> Let me count this by way. X-Men First Class. Okay. I don't
3: think he's in that one. X-Men first class. So he's like around. He's an X, he's the X-Men boy. Uh <clears throat> I can see his face in my mind. Are you a believer?
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is no
3: name attached to this face. <clears throat> Unhelpful. What's the most recent credit?
0: 53? 53, yeah. He has two in post production. So he has fifty-five, but the most recent was fifty-three.
3: So if it's the actor I'm thinking of, I remember seeing him in something recently and going, "Yeah, I love that guy." Oh wait, he's in all the X-Men movies.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
3: Feels like a late late forties, all the way through fifty three might be our best spot to live.
0: I'll go fifty two. Sure. Number fifty two, The Banker, classic, classic, absolute classic. This one, okay. <clears throat> Can I
3: describe him to you and see if that counts? I'll lock in Doge's explanation
0: prematurely. Yeah, you can. Uh, you have to make it very clear.
3: R- human size and shape. <laughs> two arms, two legs, five fingers Stop. on each arm.
0: I've just described to you the locked
1: Ness Tintos. Monster.
3: <laughs> Tall boy blonde with muscles appropriate for an X-Man. That's all I got. I don't know. I, I can see. I don't know this guy's name. You're locking that in? I genuinely have not watched an excellent movie hey, since. Hey, James McAvoy is not 31, right? He's older no, than that. No, he's definitely okay. older than that.
0: What I'm about Patrick Stewart? I'm pretty sure. That would be really embarrassing if James McAvoy was only five years older than us and I didn't no know way, that. No way,
3: because I remember seeing him in the Chronicles of Narnia when I was a tot.
0: Yeah, a, a wee one, tot. And he certainly was not like 11 at that time. Um, <laughs> I remember him. Yeah, he had a lot of leg hair in that movie. He I mean, is there older. is there any way that he was like 16 or 17 in, in Narnia? Because that movie came out 2006. What, 2006?
3: Yeah, no way. He was in his 20s. Gotta be.
0: Dude, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's James
3: McAvoy now. I, I guarantee you it's not. We're Do you think really Carter would want us him. to play extra credit with some dude whose name we don't even know? It's about whose birthday is this week, though. Carter didn't pick these guys because he'd be good at extra credit. Right, but he's not going to pull- God picked these
0: guys. He's not going
3: to pull a random- Dude, I kind of feel like it might be James McAvoy. Can we lock in two different answers? Because I I refuse to lock in James McAvoy. There is no way this is James
0: McAvoy. I'll allow it. What a day. Episode 100. We're breaking the rules. I'll lock in James just because- I honestly don't think he's only 31. But in fact, the more I say it out loud, the wilder it sounds. But I am going to lock in James McAvoy.
3: I'm gonna lock in Cody Smith McPhee. Maybe he's in first class and I don't remember it.
0: Happy birthday today, Nicholas Holt. Yep. Oh, come on. Of course, Mad Max. Happy birthday. I honestly thought he was older than that. I don't care for the current cinematic X Men universe almost at all. It no longer
3: exists. It's actually done now that it's in
0: the old X Men universe, then. Logan, the first X Men movie. X Men, the first X Men movie, <laughs> and Logan are the only two that I would willingly Deadpool's watch again. Deadpool's good. I would watch either of the Deadpools. I don't consider it part of that. X Men: First Class is great. It's just too convoluted. Fare thee well, Nicholas Holt. Will he be fun so for extra credit? We'll actually do. We'll actually do five stars, meaning that you could use four of them in extra credit at this point, but only four. You could actually use like two. If we use one, we'll skirt the rules a little bit. And if you get all of their credits correct, you could win the whole thing. Uh, But uh, our next actor was born tomorrow. His birthday is tomorrow in 1976. And he has 47 credits, to which we're only going to count 45. I say 45. Yeah, me too. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, this person is
3: 44. So this is Oscar Isaac. Is he in his 40s? Yep. Okay. He looks good for 44. Oscar Isaac is my first guess anytime there's any kind of, who is that actor? Oscar Isaac so,
0: looks good for 25.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like he's in his 40s, right? Who else I is in their guessed, 40s I would have in that guessed movie? late 30s, I think. I mean, it's not Adam Driver. Right. Certainly not Billy D. Williams.
0: I could see Oscar Isaac being a surprising 40s. Yeah. To me. I'll take that. Yeah. Okay. Um, what Let's do you, climb what down do you the ladder then. 38? No, yeah. wait. What did we just say? 43? 45 is what you just said. We just said 45. Let's go a little further back. You want to go 32? Let's do it. <clears throat> the Hobbit. The Battle of the Five Armies. Oh, wait. He's uncredited for that. We're not going to count it. But congrats. You got like a little bit of something maybe. Oh, Pet is the name of the movie. Is this Andy Circus. Mm. Mm. Uncredited for Battle of the Five Armies.
3: Like I wonder if there was like a Smeagol voiceover in Battle of the Five Armies. I guarantee you, if it's Andy Serkis, it's because there was a tiny bit of Snoke voice in episode nine. Mm. Trying to think of what possible connective tissue those two things could have.
0: No, I think you might be
3: onto something here. I, I bet Oscar
0: Isaac's not even in his 40s. <laughs>
3: pet was the movie that we actually guessed because we're spending a lot of time talking about The Hobbit, in which he's uncredited.
0: Yeah, let's scoot yeah, back. Pet. Let's <clears throat> scoot back and let's try and hit The Hobbit Battle of the Five Armies. Let's try and hit a Planet of the Apes. So that was, was 32. It or after? Yes. It was all around, <laughs> surrounding. The first Planet of the Apes movie came out before.
3: Yeah, you want to go 35, 36, somewhere yeah. in that
0: range? Yeah, let's go 35. I feel good about 35. 35. A Midsummer's Nightmare. Oops. A TV movie. Who is this person that's
3: doing franchise movies and a TV movie? I feel like it's Andy Serkis. You think?
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm fine
3: to lock that in. Andy Serkis.
0: Hey, I feel like it's Andy Serkis based solely on episode nine and Battle of the Five Armies, uncredited.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to think. He's a connection between Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. I mean, Christopher Lee is, but that was… 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Unless it's that Jonas guy who plays Chewbacca now, but I don't think he's 40.
0: I say I say Andy Serkis. Yeah, it's like an Andy Serkis. It's going to be a bong bong. Oh, <sighs> Do we do bong bong on famous birthdays? We do. No. no. It's a combination of the games. So uh, here's what's unfortunate. I think y'all's first guess completely threw you off. But I guarantee you there was a moment in the rise of Skywalker that I was like, what the heck? And then at the end of the movie, I was like, what the heck? Why didn't he have a bigger role? But that, my friends, yep. was Dominic Monahan.
3: Yep. It was. He was barely Dominic in that movie.
0: Moynihan was barely in that movie. He's uncredited as a Lake Towner. He's one of the like extras. Unfortunately, y'all just hit, that's a bad break. That's a bad break Ugh. for sure. I forgot
3: he was in Rise of Skywalker because they hyped up such a big deal. Like we got one of the Hobbits and he had maybe a line in that like movie. nothing.
0: I don't remember anything he did or said. I don't remember him even being in it. Yep. So our next birthday, she was born in 1934. And she has, as you might guess, a lot of credits. 134. We're only going to count 132. Her birthday is Wednesday.
3: She's the Queen of England.
0: 34 makes her 86? Yeah. Wow.
3: How many credits are we counting?
0: 132.
3: You want to do 130?
0: Yeah. Artemis Fowl. Okay. One go 91? (laughs) Yeah. 91. Goldeneye, 007. Made a big
3: jump there. What are the odds this is dang Judy Dench? I don't know if she was in... I don't remember that she's in Goldeneye.
0: You've never seen Goldeneye.
3: Right. I don't remember somebody who watched it telling me that she was in Goldeneye. (laughs)
0: Um, I mean, she is M in the Daniel Craig James Bonds. I I, I have no recollection of whether or not she's in other ones. I mm, let, um, she feels right for Artemis Fowl, though, right? Yeah, I could say that. I I would I would, yeah, I would have guessed credit, guess. Judy Dench in her seventies.
3: Yeah, eighty six does feel. It doesn't feel like she's eighty six yet.
0: Not to me, at least. But we all know. will be
3: one day, though. Am I right, boys? Uh, you willing. heard here
0: first. Let's go in between those two because I don't want to go much further back than GoldenEye and have to sift through the weird period where people made a movie every three weeks in the 90s and 80s. Yeah. Um, let's do...
3: and do like 106. Okay. How does that feel?
1: Yep.
0: Oh, funny. Skyfall. Okay. I guess it's Dame Judi Dench. Excuse me? Dame Judi... D- it's Dench. Dang Judi Dench. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's her. Lock it in. Yeah, it's lock in Judi Dench. Happy birthday today. Dang, Judy Dench! Mm. Wow, you got it. Feels 86? good to get one. Eighty-six years old. It's so funny. I thought Doge just knew for some reason because of her age at the beginning. Because he goes Queen of England. Judy Dench has won an Oscar for playing the Queen of England. So <laughs> I was, amazing. I was just, I was just kind of like, oh, wow, he knew it. No, it's so about the Judy real Dench, immortal queen. We will go straight into now. We will go straight into extra credit. That's right. You have to try and <gasps> guess Judy Dench's. Top four credits on IMDb. Hey, Jordan. Yeah.
3: What's the movie where she played the Queen of England? I heard she won an Oscar for that role.
0: I don't remember what it's called. Wasn't it like... like wasn't there... Wasn't it like the Iron something? The
3: Iron Lady? Like a, like a Maggie Thatcher movie?
0: That doesn't sound right.
3: <laughs> well, do we think Cats is in there? This <laughs> is probably her most recent work. You think Skyfall's in there? Pretty good movie. Yeah. Let's let's try Skyfall. Let's, let's try just Skyfall. Get, let's just dip let's our try toes fall. in the water. Let's see how it is. Try Fall. Lock it in.
0: Lock it in. Bing, 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 bing. Skyfall is her number was one credit. Not yeah. expecting that. Yeah. Honestly, was not expecting that. Okay. 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 Uh,
3: the rest are Cats, Artemis Fowl, and
0: Goldeneye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the name of the movie where she plays the queen, but it's definitely in there. Yeah. Bohemian
3: Rhapsody. <laughs> the wild thing is the queen's not even in that movie. I thought it was about the queen.
0: They don't even rap.
3: <laughs> but they do drink lots of sody water. <laughs> <The> sodies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You want to go Goldeneye? Seinfeld.
0: Guys, <laughs> do you want think to just take a guess?
3: Eye? Do you want to just take a guess at what the Queen movie's called probably? Sure. What do you think it's called? Majesty. See, I think it's called the Queen. All
0: right. Yeah, I like that. Lock it in. The Queen starring Dame Judi Dench. Lock it in. Bong, bong. Oh man, we
3: missed it. <laughs> Goldeneye. I mean, I don't know what else it would be. Let's just name the movies Carter already named for
0: Maybe us. I'm just brain farting, but I just can't think of anything else she's in. Like at all. Like completely blank on any movies that she has done. Hey, <laughs> trust me. Cats. Cats, lock it in. Meow. Bong bong. Oh, dang. GoldenEye. <laughs> GoldenEye, lock it in. Bong bong. Oh, her number one credit was Skyfall. Her number two credit was Notes on a Scandal with yep. Kate Blanchett. No. Her number three credit was Shakespeare in Love. And that's where she won the Oscar. Uh, and her number four credit was The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. That's mm. Of all the ones, that's the one that I thought you would get. Uh, so you mm-hmm. have one point in extra credit, uh, but you guessed one correctly for The Famous Birthdays. We'll see if that matters here in just a little bit. Happy birthday on Thursday, born in 1960. On December 10th in 1960. This actor has 71 credits, and we're going to count them all. 70. Yep. Ten 60 year old and tenant. Who's 60 and tenant? You know this
3: would be a great time to have seen that movie.
0: Yeah, for real. <laughs> Why couldn't we play this game in like two weeks? <laughs> um wh- how do you feel about 48? Sure. 48. Pirate Radio.
3: 53. How do you feel about 53? I love it, yeah. I really love it.
0: Macbeth. Is this Kenneth Brano? Could he be 60? He could be. That sounds too old. I think everybody's younger than they are. How old do you think I am? Six?
3: Dang, dude. Got it in one. (laughs) Kenneth Branagh is the only name. Is he in Tenet? It feels like he would be in Tenet, right? I don't know. Who knows? Because it's going to be somebody that's a weird one-off. Dude, we are a
0: bad movie podcast right now. Like a very bad movie podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like the only movie to hit theaters in 2020, we haven't seen
3: it. Well, that's less of how bad of a movie podcast we are and how good of a citizen of this country oh, I no, am. Oh, no,
0: certainly. I, I, I really don't want to give people the virus, But it's making me disappointing at this game. It feels Kenneth branagh right? To be in sure. Macbeth and to also be in
3: Tenet. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else who was in Macbeth. Because this is, this would be the fastbender, Macbeth. yeah. Right? So who else would have been… Feels very bran Yeah. Sure. Oh, it feels very on um, <laughs> I can't think of anybody else it would be. So Ooh, let's do it. Oh,
0: Kenneth Branagh. Lock it in. I didn't hear Doge
3: Lock it, it in.
2: Bing, 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 bing. Oh,
3: my boy. Happy
0: birthday on Thursday. Kenneth Branagh. That is not the uh, Michael Fassbender version. Oh, oh, okay. That's Macbeth. Uh, what's his top four credits? Well, probably Macbeth…
3: <sighs> probably tenant probably pirate radio and one other one. No, I I bet I bet Dunkirk. Yeah, actually yeah, probably.
0: I bet Dunkirk is up
3: there for him. Um I feel like it's going to be his Shakespeare stuff though. Like
0: Macbeth. Do you think he has any for little. direction? Do you think Harry Potter makes the cut? Which Harry Potter did he direct? is it? No, he 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 played uh Gilderoy Lockhart oh, yeah, in yeah, yeah, Chamber da, da, da. of Secrets. I
3: um, think it's Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, we got a couple of options. What do you want to lock in first? I think Dunkirk has a pretty good shot. Okay. Over over tenant, I think. Let's check sure. Dunkirk.
0: Dunkirk, lock it in. Lock it in. Bong bong. Mm. Okay.
3: Can we try Macbeth?
0: Yeah. Let's lock in Macbeth.
3: Lock it in. Bong bong.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah. 100%. That's good.
0: Yeah, I get that. that makes sense. <laughs> you want to do Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets?
3: Nope. Let's lock it in.
0: Okay. Lock it in. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets.
3: Bong lock bong. It yeah, so bong, maybe pong. we should do. <laughs> you would do Thor, Thor the Dark yeah. World. Thor the Dark World,
0: lock it in. Thor the Dark World, lock it in. Bog Bog. Oh, yeah, man, They, they missed up. it. Here's the thing. No, I'm not. I'm just that. full of white hot. I rage love at Kenneth Branagh so much. I think I could have got maybe three of these. But so Henry V was his number one. Yeah, it makes sense. Hamlet was number two. I thought that was, was a uh-huh. <laughs> Much to do about nothing. Much to do about nothing was number three. Hamilton. And then Murder on the Orient Express. So Shakespeare, it's Shakespeare, 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 Agatha Christie. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Read a book. Cool, man. Big fat goose egg. What a nerd. On boy. What a book nerd. We have been playing this game for what feels like four hours. And we're doing very <laughs> badly. And I'm just ready to be done. So give me the next birthday, Carter. <laughs> I was about to, but you had that intro. Happy uh, <laughs> birthday on Friday… December 11th, born in 1996. What she a, has- What a baby. She has 48 credits. We're going to count 48 of them. 48. Yep. TV series in pre-production, releasing in 2021, Hawkeye. This is Haley Steinfeld. <clears throat> is that how you say it? Steinfeld. Mm. Yeah, no, I, okay, I know who you're talking about now. It's Steinfeld do… Let's try to hit True Grit, huh? Tarty6? Oh, yep. try and hit True Grit? we got to go back 36. further than Let's that, just do 36. Okay. Pitch Perfect 3. Yeah, yeah. okay. So I'll tell you this. <clears throat> yeah. You want to try
3: to hit True Grit or Spider-Verse? Which one? Is she Gwyn in Spider-Verse? Uh-huh. I like her, by the way. I find yeah, her very she's great. charming. I think she's she does She's great a in everything.
0: Um, let's try and hit True Grit.
3: Okay. We'll call it 8? Mm-mm. It's got to be later than that. I think it's like 12, 15 around there. I feel good about 15. Okay. 15
0: Three days <clears throat> Excuse me Three days to kill So not really we True didn't grid hit so true much, grit, but, but it is, it it is Haley, Haley Steinfeld, Steinfeld. Yeah, lock it, lock it in Lock it in Lock it in We don't do that with this game But yeah we can do that Bing bing bing
2: bing bing bing
0: Oh that's right This is a different game <laughs> Yeah Happy birthday Born on Friday Haley Steinfeld So now you have to guess Her top four credits If you get all four of them I'm gonna let you win The whole game Hey Ooh. do we lock it in With the stars Born And I don't remember now All of a sudden I don't remember either I don't remember either. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Spider Verse is definitely Spider Verse eight for sure. credit. Spider Verse, lock it in. Bong bong. Okay, dude. <laughs> Thor: The Dark World, lock it in. <laughs> no, no stop. We got to get
3: the re- we got to get the next three. <sighs> this is I hate every game we create hurts me in my soul. <laughs> Think True Grit. Yeah, that was like her breakout role. True Grit. Lock True Grit, lock it in. Lock it in.
0: Bing, 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 bing. Number one credit. That was her fifth credit.
3: Carter, do you like that movie? Because I love that movie and Jordan does not love it.
0: I I like it a lot. I I love that movie. I don't dislike it. I just, I don't have the same fondness for it that you have. It's Hmm. really well done. It's probably not even in my top five Coen Brothers movies. It's not even close to me. (laughs) Right, right, right. I just think it's great. Yeah, it's really good. I find it… I think Matt Damon's super underrated. I find it actually weirdly… I really do like the movie. I find it weirdly boring for a Coen Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, is, it is shockingly slow for a Coen Brothers movie. I could watch Matt Damon mm-hmm. do
3: his thing in that movie literally all day long.
0: <laughs> right. Um, Josh Brolin too. Yep. Good movie.
3: Pitch Perfect 3 was pretty big. Yeah. Was she in the others? I don't, I don't remember. I only so. ever saw the first I one.
0: I don't think she came in until the third one. Pitch Perfect 3. Yeah. Lock it in. Bing 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 bing. Her third credit. Okay, nice. Of her top credits. Here's what I'm gonna do because I decide what happens in extra credit, and it's the 100th episode. I'm gonna give you one more. I'm gonna take away that last strike. We're gonna okay. have it's gonna be a forgiving day. Okay. You have got two shots. You gotta get them both. Well, that won't you, happen uh, because you you didn't follow one of our cardinal rules that we found out is that like if a million people are in the movie, it's not in their top credit. Mm. Ooh. And Into the Spider Verse had a ton of Edge people of in. Seventeen. That was big.
3: Oh yeah. That was big. Ooh, that yeah. one was big. Edge of yeah. seventeen, lock it in. Lock it in.
0: Bing, bing, bing. Okay, that's number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What yeah. is this? One fourth more. elusive fourth credit for you to win. Birthday credit. What do we call it? Credit, credit, birth? extra birth. Is there extra any? Birth. Was she in any of the Marvel stuff, like the no. live-action Marvel stuff? She's just in the Hawkeye series. Yeah, she's being. I've forgotten about Hawkeye. I'm excited for that. She's great. She's not <clears throat> playing
3: his daughter, right? Well, she's playing Kate Bishop, who is not his daughter. Okay. Right, who's yeah. going to be. So no would have been the. Mm. Well, a lot of people think Kate Bishop is his daughter because she's the next Hawkeye. Mm. Spoiler, a like, like how Miles is Peter's son. And- yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Robin is Batman's son. Oh, wait,
0: he is. Wasn't a stupid thing to say then, was it? Well, one of them Well, Things got tense. Y'all got one more credit to win this very hard game.
3: Listen, I know she's been in other movies, but I can't think of. A single one of them.
0: Yeah, I'm suddenly having a pretty tough time thinking of other things she's done.
3: I okay. can't believe
0: Spider-Verse isn't there. There must be something a,
3: glaring we're missing. And Do you think we'd have a movie where she's contributed to the soundtrack? Doubtful, but maybe. Because that would be Trolls. Got to be one of the Trolls. If she's singing on something, it's a Trolls.
0: Does she voice anything in Trolls? Because I don't think that you're going to get on it for licensed music. Yeah. Dude, I
3: don't know. What are the odds that it's three days to kill? Knowing that Carter said earlier when we guessed that number. I don't even know what that is. Me neither, but it's another Haley's, Haley-Jerry-Seinfeld movie. I feel like it's gotta be something big if Spider-Verse didn't make it. But I'm down to do that. I don't feel that way. It's IMDb. Who knows? (laughs) Let's
0: do three days to kill because I can't think of another Haley-Seinfeld movie. Yeah, sure. Three days to kill. Let's lock it in. Bong, bong. Bong, bong. That fourth credit... Was Bumblebee. What? You're kidding. Oh, the Transformers? Dude, I… Yeah. Shame. Shame on you, Michael Bay. Yeah. Should have been it. done long ago. Credit number four. John Cena, Haley Steinfeld. Honestly, that's it- a disgrace that that is there and not into the Spider-Verse. Bumblebee
3: was yeah. not Michael Bay though, right? I thought it was a different… I don't different, think that one was Michael it was Bay. It a different yeah, filmmaker. It was and it's supposed to be actually
0: kind of good from no. what I heard. I heard Bumblebee was great. Yeah. You know? I didn't watch it though because I've just got the trauma. Because I like good stuff. So I sort of stayed Travis Knight it. was the director of that movie. I don't know okay. who
3: he is. I've never heard of him. Guarantee you he's wearing a monster energy drink t-shirt right now.
0: To end this episode, I would love to have your name. And then what game do you think we'll be playing on mini Monday episode 1000? Because we know Two Chunks is never stopping. Right, right. Right. right, And time seems to go by really fast. So episode 1000 is not too far away. Yeah. We'll be… In our 50s? No, we won't be in our 50s. But episode 1000, your name and what game we'll be playing. My name is Carter. And uh, I can… If I want to, if I can remember this 900 mini Mondays from now… I can actually make this happen and be right. Uh, but the game we're going to play is… Uh, smell that movie. The mm. games are only going to get harder… Because these guys are going to get really good. Yeah. And I'm simply just going to kind of like have them close their eyes… And through… We're still going to be Zoom calling… I'm going to like hold up a movie smell and they'll have to guess the movie. Mm. I think you'll be that in tune with, with, with the games by that point. That I'll have to find ways to, to completely stump you.
3: Mm. I'm Doge. On Mini Monday 1000, which releases Monday, March 8th, 2038, we'll be playing a game called Moon Movie. Mm. And we have to guess if this is a movie from the earth or from the moon people.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: And they're all Xenon sequels.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jordan, and uh, it's it's just gonna still be extra credit, <laughs> and we're gonna do just as good then as we do now. Celebrate your fourth win! <laughs> <laughs> hey
2: kids, let's try something funky. Have you ever thought about becoming a chunky? Waking Wait. up.